to another episode of Sad, Sexy and Single Sisters Over 50. Welcome to another episode. We've got a full agenda because we didn't finish off where I wanted to last time. We got a little sex crazy, but it's really hard not to talk about sex once you get going. And then, yeah, it's like everything's going. (laughs) I might need to find a man today. But anyway, so uh, (laughs) we got caught up. (laughs) Yeah, right. We got caught up last time with Slade and Kate, and that did not work out, unfortunately. But I'm sure Kate is going to move on to other things, but we're not going to cover that at this moment because I want to give Danny a chance to give us a little update about Richard. So she was talking about in, I think it was podcast three, um, season two, episode three, about uh, getting emotionally deeper with Richard and having more intimate conversations to uncover more than just cordial, small talk type uh, thing. So Danny, how'd it go? Did you approach him and how'd you do it and how'd it come out? Well, I'll just say that I'm still baby stepping it. First, it was a confidence thing. Like I didn't want to ruin something because I'm too emotional or too needy or too all those things. Mm-hmm. However, like there's a lot and I'm still trying to unpack them all because we like literally had an hour long conversation before this. Um, like tonight? Yeah. Oh. About about your relationship and the future of it? Um, so he's 40. He's not, he's never had children. There were 13 years between he and his sister. So he's an only child for a long time. And on top of that, I am learning a lot about his ADHD and what makes him tick based on that. So he hyper-focuses uh-huh. and the hyper-focus is fed by whatever is enjoyment to him. And you know, ADHD people tend to go, especially with electronics and that, that instant, like boom, boom, boom. Like, so I feel very invisible. Okay. Wait. So does he have ADHD or ADD? Well, it's kind of hard. Like I'm going to guess he's an ADD kid. He's not a hyper, but but there's a lot of, I mean, when you become 40, you're not hyperactive anymore. It's just focuser. And, um, when he hyper focuses and it's, and just, you know, he's, he's a guy and an engineer, which two of my husbands were that same thing. Uh-huh. One was very ADD. The other wasn't, but like I've said, I've, so I'm at that point of, I want, I, I need more attention. And he's so focused on two individuals needing to be able to live in the same space and be happy on their own and come together and have fun. And I agree totally. However, I said, I really do 100% agree with you. And I just got to that place before he and I started dating of feeling safe and secure on my own. Right. Mm-hmm. Having fun with my girlfriends. Like, it's okay. Like, I am enjoying just being silly and happy and doing whatever. And then he came along and... Do you miss that? Well, it's not that I miss it because I think I could do it whenever I want. We spend way too much time together. Oh. So I told him, I said, listen, we went from hot and sexy dating people to old married couple in like three months. And yeah, that's kind of codependency. Yeah. I don't understand how this happened. Yeah. No, you got to have a balance. Well, and you know, I come to Florida and, and that's okay. Like he's here, but he's here and he's on his computer and his face is not ever looking at me. And he's so involved in the computer and the things that he's doing. And he's like, come and join me. Now I manage the tech company of a bunch of engineers. I don't need to join you. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. No, I want like, it's so just weird. It's beyond weird. So he's there with you in Florida right now. Yeah. And we're going to see CC on Thursday. Yay. 
Are you staying at CC's? Yeah. Both of you? Both of us. And oh. um, another couple from Louisville are coming tonight. Oh. They're getting here at like 1130 and they're going with us. And then they're going to get on a cruise and we're coming back. So yeah, there's like, there's a party at CC's. Big, big house party. Really? On Thursday? Thursday. Well, we get there Thursday night, oh, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and we leave Sunday. It's a weekend party. She did not party. even tell me about it. Kate, are you going? I know. She didn't what? tell me. Well, she's not having a party. They're just, they're staying all at, at Cece's house. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know about the party part. I'm just saying it's a party because I'm taking three other people with me. So I'm bringing the party to Cece. Oh, you're going to have fun. Oh, you have to do some video. I, I wish I wish there was something we could do. I don't have FaceTime, unfortunately, because I'm a Samsung girl. But Cece has your weekend planned oh, out. Sure. So, um, and I think Friday night I will be seeing you. I think. Yeah! Oh, bring your pickleball. Okay. Bring your pickleball paddle too. Okay. Yay. Okay, good, good. Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. bad. The three of us yeah. are going to get together soon too. Yeah, okay? absolutely. So that sounds like fun. And and it's going to be interesting because I feel like there's a divide with you and Richard. There so is. I feel like this is going to be a bit of a make it, break it kind of weekend. Well, so the weekend will probably be fine and fun. And then we come back to my house for a couple of weeks and I'm trying to get, so my house is tiny. Like it's a thousand square feet. Yeah, that, mine is 1200. I, I relate. <laughs> I need to get him a space with his computer and all this stuff in another room because right now I am a hostage in my own house or some, as I describe it, a visitor. I, it, I'm like, I can't. And he's so hung up. He is so hung up on two individuals leaving, living individual lives. And I said, if you want to live an individual life, you have to stop inviting me to come and sit with you while you work. Like, <laughs> and I said, like, I don't want to sit with you while you work because, but I also don't want to tell you no, because I'm afraid I'm going to hurt your feelings. But no. There's kind of an easy solution though. He could always rent a small office space. They have a lot of office spaces available now because a lot of people are working from home. You're absolutely right. But he might need that office space until one in the morning. Oh, well. Because he will free himself up for dinner. And if if, if I don't have an activity plan because, you know, so I respect a whole lot of the ADD mind. I get it. And I've recognized just how deeply that runs. But I know that if anybody's going to plan, it's going to be me. And I was married to that. So I get it. I, I, I mean, I, oh my God, I get it on all the levels, depending on what, it, anyway. I, the days go by and he doesn't even know what day it is because he zooms in. Yeah. But that's a really hard thing to deal with when you're an outsider who wants attention because you become not a focus of attention when they hyper-focus. I'm struggling with that. There was a, there were years of my life that I didn't want anybody to focus on. I got all the fulfillment I needed from my career. I kicked ass. I did all the things. And that's yeah. where I got my head on the back and all the things. And I was like, you, my husband, you don't understand. I could go years with nobody touching me. I don't care. I don't need that. But through a lot of counseling and learning. Yeah. You're probably I, masking something. I was for a long time. Now yeah. I'm not. Now I'm like, no, right. come give and me a hug. And that's probably what I was doing too. I was masking probably some form of depression. So I would just stay focused, hyper-focused on work. And that's all I would do. I didn't care about meeting anybody, having a relationship. I couldn't care less. Well, so, I wanted the relationship, yeah. but I didn't know I needed the intimacy. And in the, so coming from an alcoholic family, they say your best employees are those who come from an alcoholic family because they just work for your approval and your appreciation That's of right. them. And, and abusive, so, abusive kids whoop, whoop. too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the queen of all of it. And 
So I didn't need anything from home. I didn't need anything from a man because I got it. Hurt. But now I've, I'm way more of an intimate person. And I feel like I got duped a little bit with Richard. Like, what the hell happened? I mean, I think he got duped a little bit, you know, but he kind of showed who he was, you know, by taking so long to get letting, to the point where he's at with your out. relationship, Boom. you know, like he, he didn't, he didn't jump into the relationship right. very quickly, you know, he kind of let it kind of right. evolve and, you know, so he's kind of showing you what he, that's, that's his style. I mean, honestly, that's what it comes down to. It's it's having the same, you know, expectations and 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 needs and wants and fulfillments. Some people are much more, you know, um, touchy feely and huggy and kissy, and some people aren't, you know. So it's like finding that compatible. But he started person, out that way, very because that he, you know, I've told you all, and you all laugh about his love language being about touchy feely. Yes. But yeah. but and we started out in vacation mode and the whole end of the year was about trips and all the things. And it was like, you know, and I think if he wasn't in my living room <laughs> yes. here in my little tiny house yes. where I have to look at the back of his head. And you know, I walk by and I'm like, oh his diet coke's empty. I'll fix him another diet. Like the subservient person that I'm really not but kind of am because I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. I'm doing that, but I'm getting nothing in return. Nothing. Wait, right do you now. have two bedrooms there? Yeah. And the second bedroom, he can't work in there? Well, so this tonight at 1130, some friends from Louisville are coming in because they're going with us. So I can't convert it yet. But when we get back, that's the plan. I just, I guess I'm a little disappointed. I am not a little, I'm disappointed. And I am very much questioning if this is what's going to make me happy. And I don't need somebody. He's like, maybe you just need somebody that's retired. No, that's not, I, I don't need a retired person. I need someone to acknowledge that I'm breathing. If he's not acknowledging in you in, in enough, you know, that if a little bit, then you may need somebody else. But I wonder if you need something to do with your time. I, I well. do. And I'm because I'm still in between and I don't officially move down here until March. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm kind of on pause of, I absolutely need something to do with my time. You are. I have something. Because I think if you were filling your time well, during the day, you know, instead of bringing him the coke right. and all this other stuff, you know, if you had something yeah. to do, you know, whether it be go play tennis with the girls, go have lunch, you know, whatever it is. I think the time then that you have with him, you right. know, because now you've got some part, you know, because right now you're all together. It's all, you know, I'm guessing 24 seven. You're hundred percent right. Yeah, that is, that was a, that was a good, uh, yeah. good call there, Kate. And I remember when I was married, my, my husband used to say, you have too much time on your hands. You need to do something. And I was like, okay, because you just get caught up in it all. I, I mean, that's a good point. And you have plenty of things you can do. You're pretty active, aren't you? Well, I am, but because I'm so caught up in between places, it's very hard for me to commit to anything local to either place. But, but like, I don't have friends here. I've, I have not, I'm not here enough to have built friendships. And I mean, I have to admit that I'm not a good girlfriend. I'm not. Like girls drive me nuts. Girls drive me nuts because they're drama and they're needy and all the crap. So I don't like to have a lot of girlfriends. 
girlfriends. Like I want a few girlfriends that, that I can trust yeah. that are um, real drama free, drama free, and independent. Like I just want them to be real people. So yeah. down here, my, my girlfriend that was down here moved to Tampa. Now I have got nobody to run around with. And I do not like doing things by myself. So like today I'm trying to fill my time and I'm running around and I want to bounce ideas off of somebody. Like Mm -hmm. I just, like, I want that. So it's definitely a change. And we, on the way down, we, we went to, we stopped in Gatlinburg and I had my kids all together and we had a great time. We had a great time. Wait, was Richard with you too, or just you and the kids? He was, no, he was. And he had his laptop set up over in the corner and he did his thing. But they were all like, listen, he's great because he has an ear out and he can hear us and he can talk to us while most of us sit and look at our phone and don't ever respond, which is true. They love him. They all, they love him. But I just want to feel like I am a part of something. And it's been, so it's kind of, so when I retired out of the business that we sold and all that, the people that were close enough to me at work said, get back to work. Like you got to get back to work. And I've, it's taken me a long time to be, I think, mentally healthy enough to accept that. I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in a place. I don't know what's going to happen, but, but I did put on my big girl pants. Yes. Yes. It sounds like it. I did. Yeah. That's a big step. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm also not really afraid of what's going to happen. And that is a big step for me. That's, that's very good. Yeah. You don't strike me as somebody who's dependent on, you're so independent, but you do want a good relationship. That's an equal. I want a companion. Yeah. You guys, I want a companion. I, I don't need anybody to depend on. Right. But like the, my vacuum thing stopped going and I'm like, all right, I could probably take this thing apart, but can you just help me? And I'm thinking he should just go, I'll help you look at that. Nope. And it's because he has expectations that because I don't work, that's my job. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. You got to... That's a whole other yeah. podcast. Yeah. Brother, I That's have worked flag. my ass off yeah. to make the money yeah. I have, which is why you're sitting here in sunny Florida That's and not it. at home. So don't dare tell me I have a job. Like the gentleman respectful yeah. thing to do is you got a vacuum that's not working. Can I look at it later? Yeah. At, at, at very minimum. Or do yeah. you need help with that? Or let me look yeah. at it. I mean, first of all, as an engineer, how could he even avoid saying that? So, and that's what I said to him. I said, Richard, he goes, I don't know if I can fix it or not. I don't know anything about vacuums. And I said, I've watched you fix amazing things. You are smart as shit. You can fix the damn vacuum. And I said, it probably needs a new belt. Well, I don't know. Where do you get a belt? But could you just say, I'll help you look at it later. Right. Make you feel like, yeah. Acknowledge that it matters to me. Right. Yes. Oh, that's it. It matters to me. Not that you need a job and you need something to do. That's not your business. Right, it right. is not your business to determine what I do with my time. Absolutely mm-hmm. right. I did a lot of no. shit with my time, which is why I can live here without money and all the shit. Right. And I, I actually said, I yeah. feel like I am your vehicle to be able to sit on your computer and work for hours a day in the sun. I don't want to be the vehicle. And it's not like he's You're becoming an enabler. I know, but there is going to be a codependency at some point. I I don't know how you're going to avoid it. So my daughter turned me on to this thing called body doubling, which is a big ADD thing. And I read about it. I was like, (gasps) oh, what is is that? (laughs) Well, for people who have ADD, that, that have trouble, they want, they want another body in the room that they can reflect off of to continue to remind them that someone is, someone else is focused and doing what they need to do. And so my ex-husband, the gene, I call the brainiac, 
that cheated on me and ripped my world apart. I didn't drive a car. He drove me everywhere. People would say, do you not have your license? (laughs) And like, I didn't get it, but I kind of get it now. It wasn't his control. He just needed the body, the warm body to function normally. Okay. He needed a presence. It's just Hmm. a weird thing. It's a weird phenomenon. Anyway. Okay. I don't know why I keep tracking these ADD people. Well, I don't know, but I feel like that's something that needs some research because if you are attracting the same types or you're drawn to the same types, but maybe you need to learn how to recognize the signs faster so you can avoid those types because it sounds like you're not going to get something different out of any, really. I mean, I feel like- Well, here's the difference. The ex-husband who was a genius- and very ADD. So when you've got an ADD wire brain, it's looking to focus on things that interest and make it happy. So in emotions um, are not regulated. Right. So Accomplishments. It, it's, it's what gives me the high. So you focus on that. It doesn't matter what the priorities or the responsibilities are. This makes me happy. I'm going to stay yep. focused here. Well, ex-husband had that, but he also was very focused on, he was always focused on me until he got focused on somebody else. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't mind being focused on a person. Right. So it's a little bit different. It yeah. is. Yeah. And, but, it, but that's what gave him his high okay. or his dopamine fill or whatever. Yeah. And in this case, different age group, he still is looking for that successful home run and how do I make, how do I make it, which is what's filling his dopamine high and all of that. But I said, here's the thing. When we first met a year and a half ago, like now I'm meeting somebody new and I feel like I got a rug pulled. Like, so. I'll, I'll, okay. So when I was in college, so this is many years ago, but I hung out with a bunch of engineers. They're very quirky people. He used that to describe himself. Did he? Yeah. All right. Quirky. Very. Yes. Very quirky. And one other thing I learned, so many fast forward another, I don't know, 10, 15 years, I then met a friend who worked for Boeing and he basically told me, yes, they all have, they're all on the spectrum, you know? So ADHD, ADD and ADHD are at the very one end. And then you've got autism at the other. They're all, it's a spectrum, you know? So these smart people, as you've described, said they would have most of them, a lot of the engineers would have Asperger's basically, which is in the middle of the spectrum. Yep. So you have ADD, Asperger's, and then autism. And they're very smart people, but they're, they're, and they're laser focused on one particular topic. But they're, for Asperger's, they're very, um, you know, they have their, you know, uh, socially, yep. they're awkward. But for ADD and ADHD, it's another thing. But, you know, you've got to figure, you know, why, like Elle said, is figure out why you're attracted to these people. And I would do a lot of learning on ADD, ADHD right now and figure that out. For me, I can look at the pat my past patterns of relationships and I can say, oh. I'm a fixer. So I date people that I can fix, you know, now I've realized Don't my fix. age- no, they better be whole, not fixing. No. So, but it took one woman, one good friend of mine to say that to yeah. me a few years ago and it stuck with me. So you need to basically do your research on ADD and ADHD and, and figure out why you're attracted to these engineers and these quirky people. You know, there is, there's something there. And I think you, there is, you're right. That Here's the weird shift that has happened as I've aged. So my first two husbands were left-handed artistic people. 
the first, and in yeah. between those two husbands, the only, like I had only had sex with three people, two of them I married, one I did not because he was a stalker. He turned into a stalker, crazy person. They were all three left-handed people, creative minds. Like I apparently was attracted to that. So, so then, remember how mm-hmm. I said I have ADD, I'm going to interrupt. I'm also left-handed, just FYI. Oh, that's creative. your creative side. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm yes. Yes. in girl form, but go it, ahead. It, so yes. And I, I, I was like, what in the heck? And then the last ex-husband wasn't necessarily left-handed. He was very creative in a technical form, which like I depended mm-hmm. on him to fix all of the technical problems that we ever had. He, I knew he would come up with a solution I did that and I was too, very intrigued by that, but I he was that, also, and I do all the artsy thing, trust Right. Me. Oh, yeah. And and he, I considered him artistic through the way his mind worked from a mark. He, like, he wasn't going to paint a picture. The other ones paint like, but, um, it's just so weird that I shifted from the on. I like the art. <laughs> I kind of want to choose that artistic level left-handed person over this ADD intelligence level of craziness because it's so detached. It's so detached. And so ex-husband with the three boys, all four, the three boys and the ex-husband, all four, ADD, Adderall. I am trying to manage all the things, feel disconnected, but I felt like I fit more in that world than I do with Richard, who doesn't have kids and doesn't relate to the empathy needed in a world of I got all the stuff that I need to help people through. Like he's not a helper of people. So I'm really struggling with, I don't know what to do. Like, you need I don't to think have it's maybe work. more in common, possibly. It could we have that. a lot in common, oh, Okay, but when he wants, so he's very much, he wants the million dollars in the bank and all the things and he's, but he's onto something new in computer world onto something new, which is okay, but it's taking up 20 hours of the day and I get an hour. Yeah. Well, that's not, and that's, that's not a relationship. All right. Okay. But, but this, how he started the relationship. No, he was more touchy feely and he devoted more time to her. She said, right. He was, he was more, I was the new shiny object, which goes along with ADD. I was the new shiny object. Now he's like comfortable and I can, I can be, I, there's another shiny object, but it's so damn soon. But I've known him for a year and a half, so maybe it's not quite as soon. But, but Kate, you're right. Ultimately, it doesn't matter who I'm with. I have got to occupy my brain with something else. Yeah. And it took, after oh, yeah. my divorce, and it, that's a whole other story, which we've talked about a little bit, but I'm just now at a place where I think I can do it. I don't need the ex-husband to help me do it. That's right. Well, good. That's good. Your confidence has gone up. You can do whatever you put your mind to, pretty lady. Definitely. I, and I do know, I know that, but he's been a part of my career for 25 years, y'all. Wait, like, who's been a part of your career? Ex-husband. We weren't, we were only married five of those years, but he was my guy. Like he was my guy and my contact and my everything. He was there to go, all right, you go do this, go do that. And I would do it. And if I ran into a problem, I would go, huh? I, yeah. I, I don't know how to fix this. And he would tell me how to fix it. So there was a dependency there yeah. that I haven't had with anyone. Yeah. And it really did break me. But I'm I'm a lot freer of that now. You sound like it. And when we go backwards, you can recall that emotion. So you're going to refeel it. Um, even though you don't actively feel it daily, you're going to, when you're recalling it, because I, I know I had a little bit of that with my ex-husband who we were just very, uh, I wouldn't say dependent on each other, but I knew that I could always count. Yeah. And, and to go 
completely to the opposite where I wasn't even allowed to call him because he has his crazy ex-girlfriend, which I don't think they've gotten back together. I don't think they've gotten back together. Might be an opening for you, Danny. Come on (laughs) over to Tampa. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm serious. Um, So I hope you do find something that occupies your time. eh? And I think the moving will too, because you're going to purge some things from your old place, right? Yes. And it's still very, that is a, that is struck enough. It's not a new emotion, but it's, it's a, it's a new, like, I'm not an emotional person. I get emotional. Like I just spent a great weekend with the kids and especially my youngest and we're in such a good place. And I miss her. Like me saying that about one of my kids. That's some deep stuff for me. Like, I miss her. She and I are buzz. And so it's emotional for me to go, yep. And I know it's not like I'm not going back. I am. But I have broken all residential and physical ties to Louisville. And it's like, I don't know. It's a, a huge change and a huge emotional change. And, you know, that you because you were there for so long. And now this is a big, you know, you're. It, it's one thing to know I'm visiting and I go back and forth, but to yeah. commit to it. But you know, you can always go back. It doesn't right. not exist anymore. And I even felt that going from St. Petersburg to Fort Lauderdale, which is all three and a half hours away. But I know what you mean because you're, you're you're literally stopping everything, all those friendships, all your routine, your work, your whatever it may be, and then starting anew. And I, I did go through some depression down there, but I think a lot of that was due to COVID and the lockdown. Yeah. So I think you'll have a better experience. You just wonder, we're not the only people who have to be experiencing this in our 50s. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. I mean, I know that's kind of why we talk about it, but it's not just about single and dating. It's about right. single and just single. Living. And yeah, just be living single over 50. Yeah. In this generation mm-hmm. and this day and age. Yeah. Because our even our bonds to our children, if this was 20 or 30 years ago, our bonds to our children would be stronger because they didn't have the technology and the social media right. that preoccupies them. So if they had a problem, they were calling mom, maybe too much, but they were calling. Now it's mm-hmm. like they'll go and social. But, and that was normal. Yes. And I miss that. And I think it's really unfortunate they don't know any different. The younger ones, your youngest does not know any different. My mind don't, um, it, it breaks your heart a little bit, but we can't undo it. So all we can do is change right. things to make them fit better and to make ourselves happier. Like Kate said, you know, we have to find the things that, you know, fill our time and don't allow us really to get caught up in that Richard world. But it's, it's about you now. And you got a whole new, you're literally closing a book or closing the chapter. It is. And maybe that's the part that mm-hmm. that is I am I'm blocking it a little bit but it is the it's kind of like the final closure to the last divorce even though that was has been going on for four ish years is because there's furniture and I've decided I dwindled everything from a big space to a small space but now I've kind of decided if I move back I'll just buy whatever furniture I want for the new spot and so I'm letting go of the last threads of that husband mm-hmm. and you know I, my oldest gets yep. frustrated she's like mom I saw how hard you fought for that piece. And I'm like, but you know, I don't, I don't need it anymore. Right. right. At at the time you needed it or you thought you did. I did. I needed to win something. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I I hate to say that after four or five years of being apart from that person who was the shortest marriage I had, but the longest person in my life. Right. Right. But like still processing that and separating myself. It, it's crazy. Like I feel, I don't know, maybe I, I, it's not that I feel stupid. I don't feel stupid, but I feel like a weak person for the fact that why am I still separating and fighting and 
all the things that are happening. And I had one of my girlfriends, she said, some people never recover from it. So don't be hard on yourself. Right. But you do have to take, you have to choose every day what you're going, how you're going to feel your emotion or your choices. And you're, you're entitled to feel the way you do, but catch yourself and say, wait a minute, I don't want to waste any more time feeling nostalgic or sad or anxiety. It's almost like separation anxiety is what I'm kind of hearing. (laughs) Um, It was, oh, it could be, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I kind of Mm -hmm. feel like that's what you've got some earmarks of. And if that's the case, then that's just something you yourself as an adult have to make some changes or choices. You are going to have to fill up that schedule and you you need something to do. Go down, go down to the Starbucks just to get out of the house, go down to the beach. Well, yeah, but you know, just just get out of the house, let it, you know, so that you have some space from him and let him do his work during the day. Go, go for a run. Right. Go for a walk. What you know? Get out. Get out of the house. um, You might want to go. I saw a really cool group. I don't remember who it was, but you could check on Facebook, St. Augustine Women's Club or something like that. Maybe the Junior. Um, do one of those. What are those things called? The yeah, Junior League. Junior League. Something like that. Get involved with some of them because I mean they're there for sure, and you're going to need to make some new friends. Right, right, right. So, Miss L, what's going on with you, girly? Well, I had a funny story to share. Um, So first of all, I did want to tell you, I'm still kind of um, dating on the dating apps uh, that I had mentioned somebody named James, who I said kind of was more like a friend, more in the friend zone because he was still getting over his ex-wife. Anyway, well, I had met somebody. I mean, we were open and honest about everything. So I met somebody else. And even though I haven't gone out with him very much, I think I like him. And I also felt like, I think I'm going to tell James about that. So I literally just told him today. So I said, because uh, he hadn't heard from me a little bit and we quick little messages and I think he got the idea, but also my daughter was visiting and, and we did our Christmas just <laughs> in January. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That late Christmas we did. So that was a lot of fun. But so I told him today and I just said, so I met somebody. He said, I figured you probably did. And I was like, well, it's not serious or anything. So I'm not even going to tell you his name because, you know, just a couple of occasions, but he's somebody that I, I'm interested in and he wants a relationship unlike you. And he said, yeah. I I figured you and I said, but look, I do want to have a friendship. And I don't know how the guys out there feel about that for real. But I think he is for real because he doesn't have that many friends here because he is like Danny just relocating back to Tampa and from California. So that's a really far way. So he doesn't have as many friends. And, and, you know, we do get along well that way. And we were never really intimate. I mean, so anyway, so that was that. But here's a funny thing. So I had this one friend that wanted to go on Bumble and I, I was trying to introduce her to it. And, you know, we talk about dating apps a lot. I know. And we're doing an episode on the art of real meeting because I think we all need to remember how to do this. Um, yes. But anyway, so I'm excited to do that. Um, but I want to mention this is hilarious because right. I, my friend knew nothing about it. She was like, I do not want to do dating apps. I do not want to go on dating apps. Well, get this. I was on Bumble and I saw her boyfriend on Bumble. I did not know what to do about Ooh. that. That was a conundrum. I'm like, yikes, what do I do? Do I tell her? Now I knew that they were having some issues and whatnot, but I really had to kind of think about it. And so I asked her, I said, I don't know if I saw blank on Bumble or not, but I feel like I did. I need to backtrack and and pull him up and find out. But I didn't know if it was worth because I just have the free Bumble. I don't pay for it. I'm like, I don't mind paying for it for a day and then just doing the backtrack. And she said, yeah, 
I'd like to know. And I said, all right, if you're sure you'd like to know. So I screenshotted the whole situation and I sent it to her. I said, sorry, it was him. So she was very hurt, you know, because she really invested her feelings. Um, She definitely had a very, she was very vested. Her heart was vested. I don't know that it was love or not. So yeah, so that was very tough and um, very close to her. So um, it hurt me, you know, just seeing that. So, you know, you can go on these apps too. And but so she said, no, you know, this is the first time she's a widow. So she said, this is the first guy I've dated and been in a relationship with since my husband died 13 years ago. So, you know, she finally let her guard down. And um, that's another story, really. But but anyway, she called me a couple of days later. She said, L, I think I I do want you to set up a profile for me on Bumble. I was like, oh, okay. So I went to her house and then we went out to dinner Mm. and I was showing her over dinner. We were having a glass of, I was having a cocktail. She was having a wine. And so she was not quite grasping the swiping factor. (laughs) So I'd say swipe left. Somebody I wouldn't like, for example, this guy, I would not like him. So here we go. And so I showed her with the finger how to do it. Well, she was not getting it. And I guess at one point she went to the right. And she's like, oh my gosh, what happened? And it turned yellow, which means that they liked me. And I said, oh, it boomed. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting to the funny part. Don't so, so she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's fine. No worries. I'll just, I'll send him a message and I'll just say, you know, it wasn't me. And, you know, I'll direct him to your profile. Even though I can't send a link, I can tell him who to look for. And here's a screenshot of what it looks like. Cause I helped her with her photos. So the next day I did send him that message. He sent me one back. He's like, okay, I've never seen a message like that. Oh, I, I wish I had it. I think he ended up unmatching me because um, how that <laughs> played out. Yeah. Um, it was oh, really dude. funny though. Um, yeah. So he's like, well, I don't know why. I don't know why I can't meet both of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. She's interested. And I wasn't interested. It's like, yeah, but I liked you. And that's why it boom. And can't you just tell her that? And I said, no, she really liked you. And it's girl code. And I just didn't want to say, look, you're too short for me. She doesn't care. Anyway, that was, that was the funny thing is I had to explain that. But, and then she accidentally swiped right again. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. How am I ever going to use? this, but she got it. She hasn't had any luck with it, unfortunately, or not last I spoke with her, but you know, I was thinking I might introduce her to my friend that I just told today that may be my guy friend, you know? And so yeah, you never know. Yeah. But I think that's part of the dating thing is if there's somebody who's not in your pool, maybe you can introduce somebody else. Yeah. And I know Kate and I have talked about that yep. too. I mean, I like look, I'm trying to pawn off my ex-husband yep. onto Danny here. Not to worry. <laughs> oh man, I can tell you Still all in the back of my head now. all the time. <laughs> And he's very sexual. So you get along that way. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah. And he likes squirting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He likes that. So so not a problem. Okay. So those are my funny things. So nobody's serious. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. There's this one guy that I actually do like though. And I will see, I mean, if it develops, but um, I don't know. I'm very neutral at the moment and I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. So, but yeah, I guess we had to do a little catching up there. Ladies still have lots to talk about looking forward to the next next episodes we've got some great ones coming up talking about hormone replacement therapy and say, oh meeting in person we have to talk yeah. about that oh, we need to hone no. those skills so i'm really looking yes. forward to 
that because I think a lot of us are rusty or at least myself. So very much looking forward to that. We are going to close out this episode and thank you listeners. Please don't forget to share, follow, like, and write us some reviews. We could use them. It helps us. Any feedback that you want to share, any advice, tips, questions, questions, we are in. Yes. Send them to Mm -hmm. us via email, go to our website. Everything is SAS over 50. So easy peasy. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us. Okay. Good night. night. Reach out sassover50 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, sassover50. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.